0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Dental Download Podcast. My name is Haley, if this is your first time listening, and this is the third installment of my series all about my years in undergrad. So today we're going to be talking about my junior year, but before we get into the topic of the episode, I want to do my typical intro where I talk to you about what's going on in my life and what's been motivating me lately So I moved home from MSU, and I'm officially living in my parents' house Um, indefinitely. We're not sure how long I'll be here. It really depends on updates from the dental school. As of now, all we know is that orientation is online at the end of June, and we don't know for sure if we're going to be in person at all for summer term or if we will be in person in fall term, which starts at the end of August. Really unsure, so... I made it a priority this week to get a good study space, workspace together in my bedroom at my parents' house. So I moved my desk home, I set it all up, and I made my room somewhere that I feel very productive and comfortable. One tip that I have for being productive at home is setting up your desk opposite of your bed. So right now I'm sitting at my desk recording this for you guys and I can't even see my bed. I just see my calendar and some other things on my desk, but I don't see my bed at all. And I think that's really helpful because then you're not thinking about getting in bed, working from bed, taking a nap. You're really just like in the zone. So, that's been like really helpful for me. And I'm actually gonna kind of jump right into what's been motivating me then based off of that. But just having a really clear workspace. And also, I've been really planning ahead as for my like content creation for you all. So, I already know all of my podcasts coming up through pretty much July, which is crazy. And even some into August. And also, like my YouTube stuff and everything. So, those are always linked below if you're interested in um following along on the instagram for the podcast it's just at dental download podcast and we do have some guests coming up which i'm super excited about so that's been keeping me really motivated and inspired um different dental students at different schools and hopefully eventually some actual dentists and there's also some pre-dental students that have different pathways than myself so i think you guys are really going to enjoy them and with that we will get into the main topic of the episode all about my junior year So just a little warning before we start. This episode might be a little bit longer than usual because my junior year was really jam-packed with extracurriculars, and I applied that summer, and I did a study abroad that summer. I did a bunch of events at dental school throughout the year, so just a lot for me to cover, and I feel like it's really useful information to give some significant details and takeaways from all those experiences, and I was also in um, a lot harder classes this year, so it might be a little bit longer than usual, but just sit back and enjoy it or get busy cleaning or whatever you like to do while you listen. So setting the scene a little bit as usual, I was coming off a very pre-dental summer, as you heard. I just finished my DAT, had a good handle on my shadowing hours, and I knew I wanted to keep up that high GPA for my sophomore year. So I was really motivated going into my junior year, but I was also extra motivated slash nervous because I knew that the classes I was taking are going to be a lot harder than previous years because now I'm in those upper level classes for my major, those harder biology, biochem, all those kinds of classes. So I'll quickly list those off for you as usual, just if you want a reference for what kind of classes I was taking. So in the fall semester, I took human anatomy lecture, entrepreneurship class, introductory physics online, um, physics one lab, and physiology. And then my spring term, I took anatomy lab, which was a cadaver lab. I took biochemistry, which was an online hybrid class. I took an HPS upper level class and a bringing media to market class um, for my minor. And then I also took some classes over the summer, but I'll get into that towards the end of the episode when I talk about what I did over the summer. And I'll just blatantly say it right now, physics is not my friend. It has never been my friend and it's still not my friend. So I didn't do too well in physics one. I got a 3.0, but I think it's important to evaluate your success in classes. So I was originally going to take physics two in that spring semester, but since I did so poorly in physics one, I reevaluated my schedule and I pushed physics two to my senior year after I would have applied and hopefully already been accepted so that it didn't bring down my application GPA even more. So that semester I got a 3.75 with doing pretty pretty poorly in the physics classes and then that brought my accumulative down to a 3.88. And then I pretty much had to work my way back up based on spring and summer classes before I applied. So I got a four point in the spring term and then in the summer term I also got a four point which was a lot of credits and then I was able to apply with a really high GPA. We'll get more into the application stuff again at the end of the episode. So now I want to tell you guys a little bit about the classes and like which were my favorites and why and like why, which class I would recommend, I guess. So um, I think anatomy is for sure like my top, top, top recommendation just because it's really relevant to what you're going to be doing in dental school and especially if your school has a cadaver lab. So I was able to take anatomy lab as well in the spring and I also really liked doing it Lecture in fall and then course in spring because I had a background when I got to the lab and the lab was honestly very 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 challenging. It was only one credit, thankfully, so if I didn't do great, it wouldn't hurt my GPA too much. But it was very time intensive. I was studying as if it was like a three or four credit class. You had to go in open lab hours on the weekends or weeknights, and I'd be there for probably like six hours a week. That we had an exam in addition to studying at home, so it was very time intensive. But I wanted to put that effort into it to hopefully have some of that muscle memory, if you will, that Like physical remembrance of what different parts of the body looked like on the cadaver and understanding how nerves work and how things flow. When I do get into dental school, hopefully it'll be a little bit easier for me to know um, all the different systems and everything. I think we only do head and neck at Michigan, so a lot of the stuff I covered in those classes isn't necessarily useful, but I still think it's really good information to know if you're going to be any type of doctor. So highly recommend anatomy and lab if you're able to take it. And then I also want to touch on biochem because I get a lot of questions about that and people are really intimidated for that class so for me it actually wasn't too bad to be honest but i went into it thinking it was going to be the worst thing ever so i think if you put your expectations i don't know if you want to call it high or low my expectations i guess were high that it was going to be super challenging and i think that's why i was a little bit underwhelmed i did very well in the class um And I think the main thing is, like I said in past episodes, I work really, really hard at the beginning of the term to make sure that I have a good foundation and I'm going to be successful later on. So I did that for that class and I worked ahead and made sure I was doing really well on exams early on. And my studying for that class was pretty much Really, really thoroughly knowing the practice exams and those questions inside and out being able to correct wrong answers into being right and vice versa, and just like expecting what kind of question she was going to ask, and then I'd make quizlets for any of the questions i didn't know or any molecule like picture questions that she might ask so that's how I tackled that class and I think biochem or any prerequisite for dental school really is really important to try to get a four point in because they also really heavily look at your prerequisite GPA as well as your overall and your science GPA so for Michigan and for some other schools biochem is a prerequisite so you do want to try to do well in that class and since it is challenging it's a good way for them to gauge how you're going to do in tough science classes like those that you're taking in dental school And I mentioned that like my sophomore year kind of laid the foundation for upper level science classes. So definitely for biochemistry and physio, as well as studying for the DAT and those introductory bio one and two really laid a strong foundation for me for physiology and for biochemistry. So there were units of that that I barely had to study or were more of like a review rather than my first time being exposed to content. And I think that really was a game changer or an advantage to me as a student because it wasn't fresh. It was something I already had a little bit of exposure to. Maybe it went a little bit more in detail, but it was nothing I couldn't handle. So that's another benefit of taking your DAT early and self-teaching a little bit and also working really hard in your introductory biology classes because if you can master that content and keep it with you, it's going to come up again and again in all of your other science courses, and you're going to be referencing that information that you learned constantly. So those are just some takeaways for me for academics for junior year. And extracurricularly, I know I mentioned that I had two executive board positions coming into junior year for AED, which is the pre-health honor society on our campus. So we pretty much revamped the whole club. We only had about 10 members going into that year and we decided to do a rush recruitment type process similar to Greek life where we would do a lot of marketing for the club and try to get people to kind of think it was cooler than it was and really promote it to our friends and make it seem more exclusive so more people would be interested in it. And it actually really worked. So outside of my positions, I did a lot of extra work for the club. And the reason I'm telling you this is because it can be really clear to you that I was very passionate about it and that I did a lot in it. And that's just similarly how I would talk about it at my interviews. Now I get asked about it, that they would know it was something that meant a lot to me, which is why I had so, so, so many hours into this. I was probably putting six or seven hours a week into this organization my junior year, which is a lot of time. And that's one of the main reasons I didn't have jobs during the semesters at school is because I spent so much time on my classes and volunteering in other clubs and everything that that's just where I chose to put my time because I had the ability to. If you're working or doing something else, that's totally awesome too. And you're going to be able to draw on those kind of experiences. But I'm just going to speak on the experiences that I had myself So for my actual positions, I was setting up different volunteering events already starting in the summer before school started so that they were already laid out. I was planning out the recruitment schedule for the year with the rest of the e-board. I created a club Instagram. I ran that. I got that up and going. It has hundreds of followers now, so we've definitely grown that very well. I redid the entire website from scratch and made it much more like visually appealing. It was very... Early 2000s vibe, if you know what I mean. So, I did all of that outside of my positions. And then, in the professional development position, I set up a mock proctored MCAT, which was really helpful for people. I went on different tours for professional programs at different schools and arranged them for our members to go to. And I also was in contact with a lot of our speakers, different medical, um, optometry, PA, all those kinds of different health professions. So, that kind of helped me develop some more of those like people skills, talking to adult skills that I referenced that I wanted to work on. So I think through AED in my junior year, I really grew a lot as a person and with my work ethic and realizing what I was passionate about, I really loved helping people. I loved getting to know all the new members. We took in 50, 60 new members and we had over 100 rush, so we were selective about it. And I loved getting to know them and helping them and mentoring them. So I think I learned where a lot of my joys and passions come from in life. I love being in team settings and working on an executive board like that. I loved meeting people. I loved helping people and mentoring people. So I really did get a ton out of that experience. And then in addition to AED, I was still an active member of Pre-Dental Club. Um, I went to all of those meetings. I don't think I really missed any because they were so inspiring to me. Like I said, I would leave every meeting Like, extremely motivated because I was just so excited about the field and excited that that's what I'm gonna be doing one day. This is why I'm here. This is all gonna be worth it, you know? So that's one thing that kept me going. And then just a little side note, another thing that I did junior year that's kind of funny is I was watching white coat ceremonies, actually, for dental schools on YouTube. Not all the time, but I think a couple times, and I was really lacking motivation. And they almost like brought a tear to my eye just because I was like, wow, I'm going to be there one day. I'm going to get a white coat. I'm going to be a dentist. Like This is crazy. This is all going to be worth it. And if I just push a little harder, if I just study an extra hour, if I just really, really push myself when I'm feeling worn out or when I'm feeling unmotivated, I can do this. So that really like was my main source of motivation, I guess you could say. Um, When I was really, really low was just thinking and visualizing being in dental school and also going to pre-dental club meetings and meeting those dentists. Those were my like main sources of motivation at the time. And then outside of clubs, um, I also was still volunteering at honors times two. I was going once a week that year because that's just what worked for me and the student. And then I was trying to get around 30, 40 hours more volunteering at the food banks. So I went to the Greater Lansing Food Bank and also the MSU Food Bank just to literally boost up my volunteering hours for my application. I was really looking ahead throughout that whole year and planning to be applying and one of the most other significant things of my junior year is that I actually started my YouTube channel. So that has been and become one of my biggest passion projects, things that I love to do, hobbies, whatever you want to call it. And I've just had the best experience interacting with all of you and helping people and hearing that my videos are useful or hearing what kind of information you want to get from me and trying to help you in any way that I can So that's been just a really fun creative outlet for me, whether it's college vlogs or actual pre-dental dental related things It was just really fun and a nice kind of outlet for me when I was wanting to escape other things going on in my life Whether it was academically or personally, whatever And I also got really into like time management that year because if you heard me talking about my classes, a lot of them were online or hybrid or something which I really hadn't had before. So I would really only have class like a couple days a week, and then I'd have all this free time the rest of that day, and some days where I didn't have any classes. So thankfully, I kind of structured my day by having volunteering or having club meetings, or um, I would block off time to be doing those online classes. But I think that being in those online classes really forced me to hone in on those time management skills and what I like to call time blocking. So I did all of that in my iCalendar on my Mac, which I really liked because I could view it on my phone, on my laptop, and it would also show up on my watch. So I was really able to keep track of how I was spending my time and make sure it was useful. So anything from waking up, cooking food, going to church, working out, studying, clubs, volunteering, all of that was on my schedule. So I really liked using that and I highly recommend some form of planning, whether it's digital or on paper, whatever works for you. But I think it's really essential and you can always like take it down a notch, but I literally would go hour by hour and then I don't always stick to that, but it's nice when you're just like what am I going to do today? Like I just have no motivation or no clue what needs to be done. You can look at that and you have a reference and you have, I like to call it more of like a skeleton for your day. I'm no way like religiously following that, but it's so nice to just have a little outline and when in doubt, something to go to, and then you can feel like you're getting a lot done. So that's why I really like time blocking and it might not work for everyone, but it's been really, really great for me going through all of these years at this point. So like I said, this junior year, it was right before I was going to apply to dental school, right? So I obviously had applications, cost of applying, where I wanted to apply, making those decisions were all really heavy on my mind as well as trying to get good grades and then in my free time doing all my hobbies and clubs and stuff. So I was going to a lot of pre-dental days at dental schools, one, because that counts on your application under the category of academic enrichment, but also because I wanted to figure out what schools I liked, to if I want to apply there, and then also just like what would be my top choice, let's say, if you got into every single school you applied to or something, which I don't know anyone that that's ever happened to, but could be you, you never know. So um, I went to pre dental days at University of Michigan, Detroit Mercy, Ohio State, and Marquette University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I went to a few at most of these schools. I went to a couple at Michigan. I went to I think like three at Detroit. By the time I applied in June, I went to one at Ohio State, and I went to one at Marquette over the summer. And. The best thing about those, I think, is that you get such a good opportunity to talk to the students and the faculty there about their experience. And I think that's like the number one thing that you need to know when you're looking at dental schools is what's it like for people and different people because obviously not everyone's going to love it and not everyone's going to hate it. They're all going to have different things that they like or dislike, different challenges, different favorite things about the school and just the more of those you can hear the better and then you're also going to figure out what kind of questions you want to be asking at each school that you go to. I'll get more into that in my senior year video when I go to interviews and was asking a lot of questions of the students and everything but this was just a kind of like warm up for interview day, a good way for you to get exposed to the school. And also they always have hands-on portions at most of these. So that was really cool because you got to practice dentistry, you got to use a drill, you got to make molds and casts. Like It was just really, really, really fun for someone that Usually just sitting in class, you know, and doing book work and just thinking, when will I finally get my hands wet, get in clinic, get in sim lab, whatever. So this is like a little warm up, a little test drive, and it's just the best time, especially if you're not sure 100% on dentistry yet. This is a great way to figure out if you want to do it because you're hands on and you're also going to talk to dental students about what your life would be like for four years if you went to dental school, because obviously it's really hard. So you want to make sure this is what you actually want to be doing. So pre-dental days are the best way to do that. Um, I found out about all of them either through my pre-dental club, but also the best way is to follow all of their ASDA chapters on Instagram. So literally Ohio State ASDA, ASDA. just look them up and then they'll post whenever they're having a pre-dental day. So make sure you're obviously checking them often. Or if you're not on Instagram, I guess you can like look at their website a lot or like email someone in charge and ask them to reach out to you but they usually fill up really fast so you kind of want to be on the Instagram and kind of frequently checking because they have limited spots. So like I said all of junior year it was kind of on my mind about like applying to dental school But um, that just meant I was constantly like keeping up on my GPA, like making sure that was in the back of my mind and working really hard. But that also meant I was making sure I had my letters of recommendation secured. I used Interfolio. I don't really recommend it, but that's the website that I use. So I had my letter writers upload my letters of recommendation to there. It's a service you have to pay for. I believe it's about $50 for a one-year subscription. And then that service uploads the letters to the application for you versus just having your letter writers upload it to the application. So I would just recommend not using Interfolio. Skip that step. But anyways, um, I asked them about Letters of Rec when I took the class with them. So sometimes it was sophomore year, sometimes that was junior year, sometimes they'd interview you, meet with you a few times, what have you. But I will talk about that in an episode all about applying. So look forward to that one. And then I also was working on my personal statement throughout junior year, and I pretty much, it's kind of a funny story about how I started it, I think I'm going to make you guys wait to hear that though until the episode again about preparing to apply and ideas for personal statement, brainstorming, all of that, but basically I made sure that I had that done well before I applied. So the application opened a few weeks before June. So I had my personal statement done at the beginning of May, I believe. So um, I had it mostly done before spring break. And then I finalized it in May at the writing center on campus. Another thing that I was doing junior year was, um, again, securing more leadership positions. So I interviewed for pre-dental club e-board and I applied for e-board for AED again. So I was got given the president position for AED coming into my senior year, and then I was also given the position of secretary for a pre-dental club. So I was super excited about that in general because, like I said, I love being on teams and leadership positions and helping people and everything, but also it was nice to secure those at the end of sorry junior year because I could put them on my application that summer. So um, now we're pretty much just going to get into summer and everything that was on my plate at that time. So the way MSU breaks summer down is into two sessions or you can take a class as full summer session as well. But what I did was I took two classes online during first summer session and I also worked as a campus tour guide. So the classes that I took were epidemiology and psychology 101. So I needed the epi class for my major in human bio and then I needed to take psychology because it's a prerequisite for Michigan. So I did both of those online even though I lived in East Lansing just because I wanted to be able to work as much as possible and just like manage my own schedule and my own studying. So I had a job as a tour guide. I worked as many hours as they would give me, but it really wasn't that many, especially at the beginning of the summer when we were still just being trained, but I basically worked from the beginning of May until pretty like late June basically. So, the job entailed, it was actually like literally the best time ever, and I would highly recommend it to anyone to be a tour guide at their campus. I might just be MSU, but it was so much fun, and I loved the job. I got to talk to people like all day, like, and about something I love, Michigan State, and it was really cool because you got to learn a bunch of like fun facts about the school that you didn't know. I could go on and on about the tour guide job, but it was the best time, and I wish I did it longer, but I just did not have time in my schedule. During my senior year to do it, I just had too much on my plate, so I stopped after that first summer session, but it was really cool to talk about in my interviews just because it was kind of a unique job, and then also um, I really think I improved my like speaking skills again, public speaking, and also just communication in general through that tour guide job and through having my YouTube channel, I think really, really helped me overcome or conquer whatever you want to call it, that fear, that anxiety, that uncomfortable feeling with talking to um, people in positions of power or adults or even anyone really so I think by end of junior year I really conquered that which is a great feeling and that was really nice because I knew I had interviews coming up in a few short months it was nice to know that that was something that I didn't have to stress about anymore. And another thing that I was doing that summer was submitting my application. So the application opens a few weeks into May, and then you can submit it at the beginning of June. I ended up submitting mine a few weeks after, not a few weeks, a few days after it opened. And I have another episode again that I'm going to talk about the actual application, submitting it, things you need to do, and secondaries. So I did also work on my secondaries that summer, and that's just a... Additional form of questions that some schools send you. There's usually an additional fee, and there's possibly more information about you or more essays and things for you to answer. And then another thing that was kind of significant that happened towards the end of that first summer session is that I ended a really long relationship that I'd been in. It was like four and a half years, and that's just relevant because it really affected my senior year and my attitude and my overall happiness. So Just something to look forward to in the senior year episode. There's a bit of a turnaround in my social life and overall happiness as a student, so that's good. And then, second summer session, I went on a study abroad. So that was a super cool experience, and I did get asked about that at a lot of my interviews, which was really fun because I just got to talk about traveling and scuba diving and hiking and all these awesome things. So I went on a study abroad in Australia through Lyman Briggs College, which is the residential college that I'm in. And it was pretty much my senior seminar credit, which is like your senior thesis type course I just wrote a little research paper and then it was also just two credits of research so those were all the classes I took that summer and like I said I got a four point in all of those so I was able to apply with like a 392 I think is what it came out to be or a 391 so I was really happy about that and like you know that was my goal so that was really nice and the study abroad was so cool I'll talk about it for like a minute or two here because I don't want to bore you guys but pretty much I would describe the study abroad as very like active learning, if you will. So we were like out in the community day to day at different museums, at different wildlife sanctuaries. Sometimes we had lectures at the local college, but mostly we were out doing something different every day. For half of the program, we were in Brisbane in Queensland, Australia. And then the other half of the program, we were in Cairns. But it was really cool because we got to go on a lot of like weekend trips, literally all through the program. Like we stayed in different hostels and everything. So it was just a really like cool way to get out of my comfort zone and do something that I probably never would have done before. My friend Alicia was actually already planning and going on it and just briefly mentioned that I should come and I took her invite probably more seriously than she expected and I showed up and went with her on the program, rearranged my whole summer schedule so that I could go with her. So it was nice because I already had my application submitted and everything. The program started June 29th and ended July 24th. So we started in Brisbane and we ended in Cannes. It was super cool. I turned 21 while I was there. I got to snorkel in the Great Barrier Reef on my 21st birthday. So just like overall an amazing experience. And then after that, a few of us, a group of, I believe, it was six of us decided to go to New Zealand so the program ended in Cairns we flew to Sydney for two days and then from Sydney Australia we flew to Queenstown New Zealand and we drove up all of New Zealand it's two islands so we drove up the North Island and the South Island for um, about eight days we got back on August 8th and it was incredible New Zealand's the most beautiful place I've ever been highly recommend going there if you do ever get the chance, because it was unreal. It was so beautiful. Um, I have a lot of vlogs about that if you're interested in the whole study abroad scene. But um, I did get a lot out of it. Again, I think socially it was good, like, personal growth you know like finding yourself on study abroad or whatever I wouldn't say it went that far but it was just really cool and I made a lot of friends that I wouldn't have met otherwise and overall really awesome experience and I was really grateful that I got to experience that and see so much of the world that I otherwise might not have I could have gone to like Europe or something through MSU but I figured not everyone gets a chance to go to Australia but I'll probably go to Europe at some point in my life so Australia was the move for me at that time but anyways, I got back on August eighth and then I was already getting interview offers um like mid August pretty much, so I got an offer to Detroit Mercy that I set up for the end of August. It was actually the exact same day that my lease started at my apartment, so I had already scheduled for like the movers to come and set up my furniture that day and all this stuff, so my lovely mom was the best and she went to my apartment and like supervised the movers setting up my room and everything so I definitely owe her one for that while I was at my interview at Detroit Mercy and then I came back and like finished moving into my apartment and everything so it was like at the very start of the school year and then I also got my invite for the Michigan interview in August and then I had that in September and I'll pretty much get into all the other interviews during the senior episode because that's when they all happened. But that's pretty much everything about my senior year. I do want to give you guys my main takeaway because I think it's important basically that you are in control of your own success. Junior year was really, I think, awesome for me. I had a lot of successes, but I also had a lot of hard times like personally. And let's just be a reminder that like success is really personal. It's whatever you define it to be. You set your own goals. You set your own self-expectations. So if you really want something... You're gonna make it happen and it's gonna happen in the time that it's supposed to, because you're gonna continue working hard. Like you can do this. So, like I said, like visualize your acceptance state of dental school, visualize getting that white coat, visualize graduating dental school, like visualize how proud you're gonna be calling your parents to tell them the good news, seeing their faces when you get that white coat when you graduate, and just like Soak up that happiness and let that be your motivation to work hard and keep pushing through these really uncomfortable, strange times because it really is all going to be worth it and I have so much faith that you guys are all going to be so, so successful So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. It was really fun for me to talk about, and I hope you're excited for the episode about my senior year and all the guests we have upcoming. Again, be sure to check out the Instagram because I'm trying to engage with you all a lot on there and hear about what you want to hear from these episodes. So definitely leave me comments, send me messages so I can make these as useful for you as possible. And I will talk to you next Monday.